Hey, Chavro, what's cracking? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Ayin Tess of Masech Ervin, Daf 79. Some of the things we will discuss today, Stam dirt. Is dirt considered like, just, can you assume it's like part of the ground or not? Um, I guess we'll find out. Like Nafgaminas in terms of like, if it's in a ditch, is the ditch considered filled in or not? Um, a pile of grain that does not reach the roof. Is it a wall or isn't a wall? Stay tuned to DAF 79 to find out. Okay? And then, actually, extremely interestingly, we talk about Chitufe Mivos. And I have a feeling that there could be some major Nafkaminas over here. But the, the Mishnah talks about how to actually do a Chitufe Mivos. We talk all about, you know, we, we've spoken a million times about how you take some bread from all the Chatseris and then you put them in one Chatser. Maybe, Maybe there are other ways to do it. So this could be super interesting. Let's move on. So we had learned a Mishnah yesterday towards the end of the Daf um, that uh, says that if you have two Chatseris and between them is a ditch and the ditch is 10 Tfachim deep and 4 Tfachim wide. So that would be a separation between the Chatseris and they would have to make separate Eruvin. They cannot join together in one Eruv. Now, the Mishnah had said that if you fill in the ditch with uh, dirt, well then, they can be considered one chatzar and they can make an Erev together. So now, says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom of the Ayin Chesam and Beis, right? So it says, Malay Afar, even stam dirt, meaning even if you didn't have specific intention to be mavatal the dirt, because we said yesterday at the end of the daf that um, straw, you dafka have to be mavatal the straw. You'd have to say that I'm not planning on ever taking this straw. And if you do that, so then you could fill in the ditch with it. But we seem to be saying that when it comes to dirt, on the other hand, if you just put dirt in the ditch, well, then it's considered part of the ground and that would be considered filled in, even if you didn't, weren't specifically mavatal it. Vyotanan, but one second, one second, one second. We have a Mishnah in Ohalos. Exciting stuff. If you have a house and there is a dead body in this house and um, so it's going to be Matami the house, right? Now here's the thing. So let's say you have something on like on the roof of the house. Well, it's not going to be Tame because the, the Tuma doesn't go past the roof. It, you know, it stays in the house. It doesn't go up. However, if the house is, in, is completely filled with dirt, Right, we learned about this in Masech the Brachis, that there has to be a tefach of space above the mace in order for the roof to be chotzates. However, if there's no tefach of space, i.e., the house is just completely filled with dirt, and well then the, 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 the tumma will go up forever, you know, indefinitely. It won't be considered, um, in an ohel, and it will go up to the shamaim indefinitely. So, now, what if this house is filled with dirt? So, we learn in a Mishnah, if you have a house that's filled with either straw or with pebbles, right, there's dirt, or right, meaning pebbles, and we had said in our Mishnah that if you fill in this ditch with either dirt or pebbles, so, uvitlo bottle, and he was mevatel these pebbles in the house, then they're considered bottle, they're considered like earth, and if the house is filled with these pebbles, well then it will be considered like, um, uh, like, like there's no chatzitza, it's what's called tumoritsutsa. 
and it goes all the way up to the sky because there's no there's no space of a tefach. Bit low in, low bit low low. And what we're saying is Davke has to be mavatal these pebbles in order for them to be considered earth and in order for it to be considered like there's no space between this mace and the top of the house. However, if he wasn't, speci- if he wasn't specifically mavatal these tsoris, well then we would consider it, it just to be regular tumas ha'ol and it wouldn't go, you know, up through the roof. So what do we see from this mission in Oilis? That when it comes to pebbles and also dirt, we're going to apply the same thing for dirt, um, you would have to have specific intention to be mevatel this dirt. And if you don't, then it's not considered like regular earth. And therefore, if we were to apply that to the case of our ditch in the context of Erevin, so I would think that you would have to be mevatel the dirt that's in the ditch in order for it to be considered filled in and make one Erev for everybody. But our mission seems to be saying that when it comes to dirt, even if you, you know, had, had just bestam, if you, even if you didn't have any particular intention, it would still be considered like the ditch is filled in. what do we do? So Ravuna says, well, who is the author of the Mishnah in Ohelos? Who's the one who says that you specifically have to be mevatol the dirt? That's Rabbi but our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yossi. I guess Mistam is Mishnah is Rabbi Okay, said it. But one second. How can you say that the Mishnah in Oelos that says that you have to dafk be mevatel the dirt, the, the, the pebbles, how can you say that that's Rabbi Yossi? Rabbi Yossi Davka says the opposite. Titania is learning a brisa. Rabbi Yossi Omer says Rabbi Yossi, Teven so if you have straw in that house and you have no intention to remove it, well then, if you don't have any intention to move the um, straw, well then it's like just regular old dirt and it'll be bottle. However, if you have dirt and you do intend to clear it out of the house, well then, hareu kistam tevin. Well then, it's like just regular old tevin velo bottle, and it's not bottle. Now, so what do we see? So we see that according to Rabbi Yossi, actually, when it comes to oelos, he says that stam dirt is bottle. So how could we say that dafka the mission oelos that says that stam dirt is not bottle? Rabbi Yossi. So el am Rav Asi rather says Rav Asi mantana eruvin Rabbi so Rav Asi says no. That right, okay, fine. So we we found a definitive source that when it comes to Ohalos, Rabiosi is going to say that dirt is stam dirt is bottle. So Rav Asi says that Rabiosi is also the author of our Mishnah in Erevin that says that stam dirt is bottle. Fine. of Yoshua Amar. Tuma Ashabis Karamis. Ravunabedov Yeshua says, wait a second, rewind. Go, go back to the beginning. You asked the question that how can we say that on Shabbos this dirt is considered bottle and yet when it comes to Oelos, we have a Mishnah where it says that you would have to specifically be mevatel these pebbles. Ravunabedov Yeshua says this isn't a good kasha b'chalal. They're two, the apples and oranges. The apples being Erevin, the oranges being Tum, being uh, Oelos. Hanach Yisr Shabbos dafilu arnikinami mevatel inish. Don't, don't ask me kashas from Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos, even a wallet, right? A wallet is muktzah, 
So even a wallet, somebody's just gonna be, he's gonna be mavatal if it's muktzah, and he's and and and, he, and he's just gonna, you know, um, be mavatal it on Shabbos and nullify it, walk away from it. So therefore, in the context of Shabbos, also this dirt, which is certainly less valuable mistama than a wallet, um, your mistama, you're gonna be mavatal this dirt, and because you're mavatal the dirt, so it uh, will be filling in the ditch, and it's just one big cut, so you can make an eruv together. Rav Ashi Yomar, Ba'is Acharitz Karamis. Rav Ashi, you know, takes a similar line, but, uh, but with a different, uh, sort of, uh, axes on his scale, if you can sort of put it in, in that metaphor. But anyways, whereas Rav Hunabed of Yeshua says, how can you ask Akasha, uh, between, um, Shabbos and Oelos? Rav Ashi says, how can you ask Akasha between ditches and houses? I understand a ditch. A ditch, well, what do you do with a ditch? You fill in a ditch. So therefore it makes sense to assume that the dirt that's in the ditch is going to stay there. And therefore it'll make every, it'll all one big chatzar. However, most people don't fill in their houses with dirt. I'm in, I'm in a house right now. It's not filled in with dirt. My parents lived in this house for a long time. They never filled it in with dirt. So therefore... Therefore, it makes sense to assume that a ditch, the dirt in the ditch is there to stay. Dirt in the house is, is let's just say, less common. And you, you sh- there's no reason to assume that the dirt in the house is there to stay. Let's go weiter. We said that if you have this ditch between the two parts, between the two chatzers, and you take a board that is fourth fucking wide, and you lie the board over the ditch and make like a bridge for yourself, you know, uh, like a, a, you know, some way to walk over this ditch. So, don't forget, we're talking about four tfachim here. Four tfachim is like, le- it's like half the length of the arm of this chair that I'm sitting in. It shouldn't be too hard to just kind of step over it. But anyways, you take up this uh, a board and you, uh, you lie it across the ditch. So now, so now you, if you want, you can step on the board. All right. It's probably easier to just walk over the thing. It's probably it's probably less dangerous to just step over the ditch. But all right, I'll go upon him. So says the Gemara. So Amar Rava says Rava Loshanu Ela Shenasan Lerochbo. So Rava says when we talk about that this board needs to be fourth fachim wide. Yeah, that's if you're going to be putting it essentially. I don't know if it makes sense to say perpendicular to the ditch, but you know, from one side to the other, you lay it across the ditch and you walk. Fine. Avalo Orko, but if you were not planning to put it sort of across the ditch, but rather um, fill in the ditch with it, right? So if this ditch is four tfachim wide and you're going to take some wood and just kind of line the whole length of it, well then, you know, you're going to put like pegs under it. Oh no, so it's not actually the whole length. It's just actually um, four tfachim, right? You just need to make like, you know, the, 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 the width of a Pesach. So if you take some wood and you uh, just put it inside along the length of the ditch, Four tefachim long, so then that already would be mema'et the ditch, right? Afilu kol even if it's just a kol nami, that would be enough, and that would be considered like you make a, um, you know, um, you know, enough for like a pesach between the between the two chutzers shavimiato midalad because it's less than uh, it's no longer a separation of four tefachim wide between the two chutzers and. Um, because, yeah, because you made it smaller than four tefachim, and therefore as long as the 
you, you do that for a length of fourth Tfachim, so that would be considered like a share of a Pesach, and then you, I guess it would be considered like there's an opening between these two uh, Chatzars, uh, an opening in the wall, and uh, or in the separation, and they could make um, a Erev a, uh, together. Weiter. Fine. Also, we said that if you have two balconies, and the two balconies are like next to each other, and there's no uh, fences, and they just put a board between the uh, balcony so that they could walk from one to the other if you're not scared. Amar Rava says, Rava, the Amar in when we say that, yeah, if the, if the balconies are like right sort of next to each other on the same level, so then we could put out this board. But if they're not opposite each other, right? Let's say you have these two buildings and not flush against the, you know, on the same wall. One of them, you know, sticks out a little bit more, let's say. Um, so then, low. So then you wouldn't be able to put a board between the two because they are not sort of at the same um uh, like axis, I guess maybe you could say. And when we say also that if you have the two balconies, one on top of the other, you can't use them. You can't um, connect them with a board. That's only if there is three tfachim between them. But if there is less than three tfachim between these um, um, uh, um, balconies, well, then it's just a crooked balcony, right? So let's say you have these two balconies right next to each other, but one sticks out of the, uh, you know, one, one of the houses, you know, kind of extends into the street, you know, two tfachim longer. So basically there's two tfachim between the two balconies. That, that's acceptable because we'll say lovewood and, and it'll just be considered a crooked balcony, but not the end of the world. Okay. New Mishnah. If you have a pile of uh, straw, of hay, straw, animal food, that is between two chatseris. Okay, so you basically have one big yard, but there's like a whole lot of um, animal food, like uh, straw and whatever, in the middle, and it's basically, and it's, it's, a, it's a wall of animal food, okay? And that's the division that divides this thing into two separate chatseris. So gavoa asarat fachim, and this animal food, this hay, this straw is a ten fachim tall. Me'arvin shnaim be me'arvin echad. Well, those are two separate chutzers. They have to make their own individual chutzers. They can't. Uh, they uh, they have to make their own individual arabs. They can't join together in one arab for both of them. Elu ma'chilin mikan ve'elu ma'chilin mikan, and they can feed their animals from this stack of hay on. Shabbos, so so right. So you have a whole bunch of of, of this uh, teven in the middle. So each of the chutzers are able to feed their animals from this teven even on Shabbos. If before Shabbos the this pile of straw was less than ten tefachim tall, well then uh, you don't have a ten tefach wall. And you, they can all just make one big eruv together. Says the Gemara, "Am Rafuna said Rafuna, Ravachlo yitin the soch kupaso v'yaichil." Rafuna says, "Yeah, it's all good. You're yeah. Both chutzers are their their animals can eat from this straw that's in the middle of the chutzer that's dividing it into two separate chutzers. 
their animals can eat from that. That's fine. But, but don't take the straw yourself. Don't pick up the straw, put it in like a, 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 a kupa, some kind of a box or a container, and then give that to your animals to eat. No. Your animals can, you know, go to the pile and eat the straw themselves, but don't, you know, put it, you know, take, collect it yourself, put it in a container, because we're concerned that you are going to minimize this collection to be less than 10 tefachim, and then your base, and then it's going to cause an issue, because then if the, if this pile is no longer 10 tefachim, well, then it's actually considered like one big chatzar, but you didn't make an eruv, so you can't carry, and, you know, it'll be a whole, it, it could lead to a mess. So we say, just let the animals eat on their own. They're going to eat slowly and then we don't have to be concerned that they are going to um, ruin the wall. But one second, it would be permitted to take your animal, right? Meaning we're, we just said that you wouldn't be allowed to actually take the straw yourself and put it in a cle for your animal, but you would be allowed to take your animal and bring it and bring the animal to the pile don't we have to be concerned that if you take your animal to the pile, then you might end up taking some straw yourself, which is not allowed, which you're not allowed to do? A person is allowed to bring his animal to grass and have and 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 put and the animal can be standing and eating from the grass. But do not take your animal and put it by uh, some muktzeh on Shabbos because when it comes to grass, we're not concerned that you're going to rip the grass out of the ground. Sinister Dorai, so we're not concerned that you're going to rip the, gra- the grass out of the ground. However, if you bring your animal to some muktzeh stuff, well, we're concerned that you might end up picking up the muktzeh, right? Because it's only midir abonon. So just like when it comes to muktzeh, you're not allowed to bring your animal there. So I would think here as well, you wouldn't be allowed to bring your animal to this pile of straw because we have to be concerned that uh, even though it's only a dinder abonon, we, have, we should have to be concerned that he's going to collect some of the straw himself, which he's not allowed to do, and put it in a container. So the kaim la ba'apa So the Gemara answers, that's correct. You would not, he would not be allowed to take his animal to the pile so that the animal can eat from the pile. It's true. We'd, we, we would be concerned that maybe he's going to take from that pile and put it in a box for the animal, and that would not be allowed. However, what is it talking about? He basically stands in the way of the animal so that the animal has no choice but to walk to where the food is and then eat. So he's not, he's not like actively schlepping the animal to the, to the pile. That would not be allowed. But he can kind of like give the animal, you know, position himself in places that the animal will really have no option other than to walk towards the food. So Ravuna had said that you're not allowed to put um, any of this straw into your own kli, into your own box of sorts. Um, but what, instead of what you do is the animal can essentially go there on its own and eat. Okay. We learn in a brace. If you have a house and it's between two chatzers. Okay, you guys ready for this? So basically what we're talking about here is we're talking about, mm, one second, let, 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 let me take off my sweatshirt so I can explain this better. One sec. The sweatshirt has nothing to do with the um, explanation, by the way. I, I, I was just hot. Um, anyways, so I'm back, by the way. So, so um, for anybody who's not watching the video, I'm not wearing a sweatshirt anymore. I took that off. Okay, let's go Viter. So we're talking about, imagine you... Um, um, 
So imagine you have like this big yard, okay, this big chutzr essentially, and you have two houses in the chutzr. So let's imagine north, south, east, and west, okay? So you have one house in the west part of the chutzr. You have one house in the east part of the chutzr. Great. And there's a wall dividing this chutzr in half. So basically it's two chutzrs, right? So you have a wall down the center. Now here's the thing. There's another structure. This structure is in the south of the chutzr. This structure has three sections. There's one section and, and there, and this, the, the, this, this structure is owned by the same owners, right? So you have the one, Ruven owns the, the house in the west part of the Chatzar. Shimon owns the house in the east part of the Chatzar. And then there's this shed in the south part of the Chatzar. And it's made up of three compartments. Compartment on the west belongs to Ruven who owns the house on the west, on the western side. Compartment on the uh, right, which is the eastern side, so that is owned by Shimon who owns the house on the eastern side of this Chatzar. And this middle compartment of these sheds is um, open to the other two compartments of the sheds and it's got some straw there. And the straw is piled up 10 tefachim tall. So basically what we have here is we have a, we have two Chatzars. There's a wall dividing these two Chatzars, but this wall hits where, where, where it hits the structure on the southern side, it hits it right in the middle and the wall stops at this structure but there is straw inside of the structure and that straw goes uh, up 10 tefachim tall. So it, 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 it effectively divides this chatzar in, in, in half and what you have is in each half you have one house and one shed. Got that? Great. So, so if you have this, this shed structure that's, that's divided in half between two chatzars, and you filled up the middle one with straw, and it's ten tefachim tall. So, well, effectively you have two separate chatzars, so they have to make two separate uh, eruvs. They can't make one eruv together. Now, each, you know, Reuven and Shimon would each be able to, and this is the whole question is from this line right here, even though the Brisa continues, but the question is that this Brisa is saying that Reuven and Shimon would each be able to dafka take straw and put it in their own kli and then feed it to the animals, right? Whereas Rafuna said that, that you wouldn't be allowed to actually take it yourself. Okay, but the Brisa continues. Nismaitatevin if the pile of straw becomes less than ten tefachim, shneim asurim, well then, um, both of them are asur. Meaning, if, if the pile became less than ten tefachim on Shabbos, so when Shabbos started, there were two separate chatzars, but when, but when, um, but, 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 but during Shabbos, the pile became less than ten tefachim, so now, there was no, now they're basically open to each other. So then they, um, are both also because they didn't make an error with each other before Shabbos. Okay. So what can you do if you want to be able to carry? So, meaning, meaning again, what happened? When Shabbos started, it was two separate chutzers. On Shabbos, the pile of Tevin that was dividing them became less than 10 Tvachim. So therefore, now nobody's allowed to carry. But what can happen is, is, Noel as beso umavatel as rishuso, who aser bechavero muter. What Reuven can do is Reuven can say, you know what? I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to lock the door to my shed. By locking the door to my shed, I'm unable to get into the shed, and therefore I'm unable to walk through the shed into the other chutzer. And by locking the door and being mavatel the shed 
to Shimon, well then Shimon is basically the only owner in, in, in his chatzar, and he can carry in the chatzar, in the shed, wherever he wants. Okay, And the same thing would apply also if you have, um, let's say, two cities. They're 4,000 Amis away from each other. So one Tchum f- uh, finishes at uh, 2,000 Amis, and then uh, the other Tchum finishes at 2,000 Amis. But right at the end, where they meet, is a ditch that's filled with uh, grain. So each of the two sides of the Tchum would be able to hop uh, grain from in the ditch, and we're not concerned that they're going to hop from, you know, the, 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 the other half of the ditch that belongs to the other trum. Okay? Right? So this Bryce is saying that just like when it comes to the straw that, right, that's dividing the two chutzers, they'd be allowed to fill up their containers with uh, straw and give to the animals. The same thing applies also when it comes to these, um, ditches. Uh, right, 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 to this, um, grain that's between these two Trum Shabbases. They can hop the grain. We're not concerned that, they're not concerned that they're gonna hop from the, um, part of the Trum that belongs to the other city. Katani Miyaz, Zenos in the Soch Kupasu Viaychil, Zenos in the Soch Kupasu Viaychil. No, but the, what, 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 what's the important thing for us? The important thing for us is that the Bryce has said that Reuben and Shimon are actually allowed to take some of the straw and put it in their kalim and give it to the animal. Rufuna said they wouldn't be allowed to do that, that they would davka, you know, the animals can eat it on their own, but you wouldn't be allowed to take it yourself. So here's the answer, Chavah. Amre, they say, bias, when it comes to a house, cave into ikra tikra, since there's a roof on the house, right, and this shed has a roof, kimafchis minkra le milsa, achala minkra le milsa. The nafkamina is that, that that shed had a roof, and therefore, since it has a roof, you can always be, you know, just naturally, when you look at this pile of grain, you're gonna, you're gonna visually notice the, 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 the difference between the top of the pile and the roof. And therefore, um, they would, you would be allowed to use a clea and just take some grain and give it to your animal because if, if you notice that, you know, it's actually diminishing the height, um, substantially, so then you will stop doing it. Whereas if it's literally just between two chutzers out in the open, you won't notice that it's actually less than 10 tfachim tall. So that's why it's allowed in this shed and, but Rufuna still maintains that it would not be allowed when it's just dividing two chutzers. Let's move on. Nismaita Teven Asurin. If the grain be so we're 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 going weiter, right? We're gonna we're still dissecting this very interesting brisa with the with the sheds. Right? So if the we said that if the grain becomes less than ten tfachim on Shabbos, well then nobody can carry in the chatzar anymore because now there's no separation between the chatzar and they didn't make an error. Ha'asara shari. But as long as the grain is 10 tfachim tall, well then, um, they would be allowed to carry in their respective chatzars. So what do we see? So we see that if you have this pile of grain, as long as it's 10 tfachim tall, it doesn't actually have to reach the ceiling, right? Remember we had on Dafayin Amud Beis a week ago, we had, we had a machlokas between Beishame and Beishilo. Right, that we, there was this mansion, and the mansion was, was divided into five in, into five different sections. And, and the kasha was: Does each section need to produce their own? Need, need to need to uh, contribute their own uh, uh, bread to the to the chotzer to the to the or, or or is one enough for the whole thing? Basil said um, that right, that one was enough for the whole mansion. Beishami said everyone needs to bring their own, and there was like all sorts of different opinions over there. 
right? And there was Rav Nachman had two opinions over there. His first opinion was that the machlokas is when the wall is less than ten tefachim. But if it's ten tefachim, then even Basil would agree that um, everyone would have to bring their own. Uh, everyone would have to bring their own bread, right? Now, all the other opinions, however, said that um, even if the wall is lar- higher than ten tefachim, Basil would still say that you could still just bring one loaf of bread for everybody. So, but here we're saying that um, if this pile of hay is 10 tefachim tall, well then, that's already considered a separation. So, Asar Ashari, so the Gemara says, look, as long as this um, uh, um, pile of grain was 10 tefachim tall, well then that would be considered a separation between these two chatzars, and each chatzar can carry. Even though the, the, the ceiling is much higher. So to, to, to get back to our sugya from a week ago, well, walls that don't actually reach the ceiling are actually considered walls. And then essentially it would be an, a, a question on any of those opinions who said that, um, that, that Basila would still maintain that they could bring one loaf of bread for everybody even when it's ten tefachim tall. But it doesn't reach the ceiling. Abayi says, no, 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 no. Forget about the Gemara a week ago. No, no, no. This is talking about where the roof was only 13 Tfachim off the ground. Less than 13 Tfachim off the ground. And therefore, from the top of this pile of 10 Tfachim to the, to, 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 to the roof was less than 3 Tfachim. And therefore, we'd say love it. And it's considered one solid wall. Viteven asar and 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 the and the straw is ten tefachim tall. Rav Huna bred of Yeshua. Amr Afilu tame of a bayis asar. Viteven shiva v'mashu. You can even say that it's talking about a house that is ten tefachim tall, and the grain is seven and a little bit tefachim tall, and therefore still again you could say lavud. To chopachus mishlosha kolavud dami, because if it's less than three tefachim separation, we'll say lavud, and it'll be as though the entire right right there that the, that the uh, grain reaches the ceiling. The ceiling is ten tefachim tall. You have a ten tefachim divider. Great. So I understand Abaye because Abaye says after all that we're talking about a pile that's ten tefachim tall. That's why the Brisa is talking about if the pile becomes less than ten tefachim, because after all we're talking about a pile of ten tefachim. According to Rav who says that the pile is in effect really only seven and a little bit. Um, uh, you know, it's, we're talking about a pile that's seven and a little bit tefachim tall, and then because of love, it's considered ten tefachim, but. My mayasar, what does it mean that if the grain became, that if the tevin became less than 10 tfachim, it's only 7 and a little bit to begin with. So mitores asar, it means from the halachis of asar, meaning if uh, it becomes less than 7 and a little bit, and then you can't say love it anymore, well then um, nobody's going to be able to carry. Shnein asurin. Oh, so we said that if the pile becomes less than 10 tfachim, so nobody's allowed to carry, they're both asar. Shmamina, diurin abayin b'shabes asurin. Going way back when to daf yud zayin of masech the erevin, we had the question about the caravan, right? And, and, and we, I think we said we need three people for a caravan. The shadow was, what if somebody comes on Shabbos? Can that be considered? Uh, right? Does that have an effect? So, so over. So we're saying, well, yeah. Apparently, from over here, that diurin abayin b'shabes asurin. That if new people come to to, to live there on Shabbos. Well, it's going to cre- create an issue, just like over here, that when Shabbos began, there was a wall between them. But now, right, with this straw, now the straw became less than 10 tefachim. So now, it's considered like there are new people living here, and they didn't make an error. 
So, 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 Shmamina, do you and Abba and that these people come on Shabbos are, 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 are Asr? And we don't say, Hoel, Vuhutra, Hutra, that since when Shabbos began, it was Mutter, it, was, it remains Mutter. But the Gemara says, no, that's not a good proof because Dilmut Emit Me'esmo, because the, the, the reason why nobody's allowed to carry when it's less than 10 Tfachim is because maybe it actually happened from yesterday. So, because we can't know for sure that it happened on Shabbos, that is why we say that nobody can carry, but um, it's not necessarily proof about whether we say that the Dior and Abayin B'Shabbos are assuring or not. Ketzadu Oset, Noah Lesbeso, Mavato Rishuso, so we said new. so what can we do so that at least somebody can carry? So we say if Ruven wants to be a nice guy, he can lock his, he can lock his access to the shed and be Mavato the shed to Shimon. Tarte, why do we need Ruven to do both of these things? Hachikam, this is what the, 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 this is what the Bryce is saying. Oh no, el es beso, oh mevatel es vishuso. No, it's either or. Either he can, um, lock the door so that he doesn't have access to it, or he can be mevatel the, um, the, uh, shed. But he doesn't have to do both. Be by same, or if you want, I will say, lolem tarte. Really, he has to do both. He has to lock the door and be mevatel the shed. Kevin de dajbe, osil tatule. Because since, He's accustomed to using his shed, so unless he um, also locks it, well then um, he might come to um, to, to 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 use it. Who also So once Reuven locks the shed and is mavatal the shed, well then he's not allowed to use it, but uh, Shimon can. Pshita, this is obvious. No, the chiddush is that even if. Shimon is then mevatel back the rishos, right? The um, the uh, shed to to Reuven. Still, Reuven would be unable to use the shed. and it's teaching us the ein mevatlin v'chosun mevatlin. Back to that question of can you know one person be mevatel this rishos and then they'll be mevatel back to him? So this seems to be saying no, right? We're saying that you know in a situation where Reuven locks the door and is mevatel to Shimon. Even if Shimon is mavatel back to Ruvain, Ruvain still wouldn't be allowed to um, to to carry in there. And we say the same thing in a, 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 in like a pit of uh, straw that is between two trum shabbases that you would be allowed to um, take grain and give it to your animals. We're not concerned that you're going to take it from the uh, from 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 outside of your trum. Pshita, this is obvious, right? Why, why should Eruv Tchumen be any stricter than Eruv Echatzeris? So, well, because the Chiddush here is according to Rabbi Akiva, who says that Tchumen are mid Oraisa. So, I might think that because Tchumen are the Oraisa, well, then I should be more Machmir and uh, not allow people to take grain um, from 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 this ditch because maybe you'll take it from the from 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 past. From further than 2000 Amas, from the other side, from the other city's Trum, Kamash Mulan, that even there it's okay and, um, and, uh, they can feed their animals from this ditch. Very beautiful. Alright, have a new Mishnah. So how do you do a Shitufim Mavos? This is awesome. And you know, I'm wondering if there's gonna be big, man, big Nafkaminas here for, 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 for us over here in Mesechta Erevin. You know, um, because I don't really participate Lemaisa in my in my community's Erev. I don't think I ever have. And so I'm kind of wondering, like, I don't usually contribute some bread. So like, how does that work? There must be some kind of trick that we haven't learned about yet. So this might be, this might be sort of a, a step in that direction.
Let's see. So Ketzer Mishtatim in Mavoi. How do you do a Shetuf in Mavoi? So you have a bunch of Chatzers that open up into a Mavoi. So how do you join them together? What do you do? So obviously there, one option is each Chatzer contributes bread and they put it in one of the Chatzers. That's one way. But what else, you, another way to do it is Maniach es Achavis that one person in one of the chutzers can just take a, a take a, a take a barrel the omer and say harezo mavui he just takes a barrel of wine or something and he says you know what hey everybody in all the chutzers everybody in our mavui enjoy this wine it's for everybody And then he gives it, he gives it to them, he transfers it to them. By way of his son or his, 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 his son, uh, his son or his daughter who are, um, gedolim, they're, they're, that they're old enough. Or by way of his, um, um, servant or maid servant who are Jewish. And by his wife. But he can't be mezake. He can't like transfer the the um, the uh, ownership of this wine by way of his sons and daughters who are who are small. Or not by way of his um, um, servant and maid servant who are um, not Jewish. Because their hands are like his hands. I either like uh, he's responsible for them and therefore. Um, he can't be mezaka through them. And the Gemara is about to say, let's just read it now, what this means. Says the Gemara, that this barrel of tefach, you have to pick it up off the ground by one tefach. So basically what happens is, you have this guy, he says, hey everybody, here's this barrel of wine, it belongs to everybody, enjoy it. And then what happens is, his son or his daughter or his wife, whoever it is, takes his barrel and picks it up, and by picking it up, they kind of acquire it on behalf of everybody in the Mavoy. And that is a good Shitufim Mavos. Isn't that cool? So now I wonder if this works for like Eruv, uh, like, I don't know, we've had like interesting things recently about like, I don't know, maybe Shitufim Mavos, but we don't really have Mavoys around here, I don't think. In Teaneck, New Jersey, I don't think that they really have Mavoys. I think that probably what we do is we make like, you know, use the fish line, we make a, a, a bit one, big chatzer, and then we do some kind of Eruv Chatzeris, I assume. So I, maybe that's like how we kind of do it, that we're like somebody's mezake. So maybe somebody like picks it up and, you know, and, and, and makes it on behalf, uh, acquires it on behalf of everybody. The following two things were said by the elders of Pompidisa. And Rashi points out, there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin, and that says that the elders of Pompidisa is of Yehuda. So Chada... So one of the things that these elders of Pumpadisa said is this about having to pick up the Eruve Chatseris, the, the, the Shitufim Uvayas. Idach, what's the other, um, statement of the elders of Pumpadisa? I'm a Kaddish, somebody who makes Kiddish. In time, Milolugmav Yotza, Vimlavlo Yotza. If he tasted a, uh, cheekful of wine, well then he fulfills his obligation. But if he doesn't taste a cheekful of wine, then he does not f- fulfill his obligation of making Kiddish. Amr of Chaviva said Rav Chaviva Hanami Save the Pumpidisa Menu. The following also is said by the elders of Pumpidisa. The Amr of Yehuda Amr Shmuel Ostin Medur Lachai B'Shabes says of Yehuda the name of Shmuel that you're permitted to make a fire for uh, a woman who has just given birth on Shabbos. 
So initially they thought to say that, oh, okay, fine, this is specifically for a woman who's given birth, but not necessarily just for any person who's sick. Uh, fine. And they thought to say, and maybe you can only make this fire during the winter, but not in the summer. However, Idmar, but it was stated, it says of Chiyabar Oven, the line of the, of the, uh, of the, of the, of the group, Amr Shmuel, in the name of Shmuel, if a fellow bloodletted and now he was cold, you can make for him a uh, fire on Shabbos, even in the middle of the summer. This was also said by the elders of Pumpadisa, the Idmar that it was stated, what's an Asherah tree? What, 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 what can you assume is a, 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 a tree that was worshipped for a Vodazara? Amar Rav said, Rav, Koshakomrin Shomrin Osa, if the, um, priests, if the, uh, Avodazara, uh, uh, um, priests, is that what they're called? Maybe. So if they are guarding the tree, Ve'ain To'amin Perosea, yet they do not eat its fruits, well, that's a give, right, so that's a giveaway that it's an Avodazara tree. Ushmuel Amr said Shmuel, Gugonda Amre, Hani Tamri the Shikra Deve Nitzufe. For well for or for example, they said these dates are going to be used for beer for Aravodazara. The Shasulebio made them because they because they drink that beer on the day of their uh Avodazara worship. So that is going to be a uh that's a, that's how you know it's a, it's an Asherah tree. Vamuli Savi the Pompadisa and said to me the elders of Pompadisa, Hilchusa Kavasi the Shmuel that Allah is like Shmuel. That it's based on uh, if they say that we're going to use these dates for 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 a Vodazara beer, so then it's an Asherah. All right, very interesting. Chavre, that was Daf Ayin Tess of Masech the Erevin. We even got to the top of Daf Pei of Masech the Erevin. This is really awesome. We're getting really close, Chavre. Daf Pei. In another ten days, we're going to go up to Daf Tzadi. That we're getting really really close to the end of Masech the Erevin. Chavre, I mean, who would have thought? That we would be getting to the end of Masechta Erevin, one of the hardest Masechtas in all of Shas. Unbelievable. So we talk about Stam dirt. When you have dirt, can it be considered just like, you know, if you have dirt in this ditch, so can we consider it part of the ground, in which case it would be filling in the ditch and making it one big chatzar. So Ravuna said, uh, so now the Shaila was that there's a, so our Mishnah seems to be assuming that yes, just regular old dirt is considered like part of the earth and, and it would be, uh, it would just make one, it would fill in the ditch separating the chatzars and making it one big chatzar. However, we have a Mishnah in Oelos, which says that stam dirt, you would have to dafka be mevatel in order for it to be considered like earth. So Ravuna says that the Mishnah, that our Mishnah is Rav Meir, whereas well, he doesn't say that specifically, but he says that the mission in Oilos is Rabbi Yossi, and then Mishnah over here, Stam Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. Rabbi says that Davka, he proves, right, the Gemara proved that Rabbi, Rabbi Yossi's opinion is actually that Stam Mishnah is, is Stam offer his bottle. Like our Mishnah. So he says, so Ravasi says that the Mishnah in Erevin is Tafka Rav Yossi. Rufunabed of Yoshua said, um, that you, you can't really ask the Kasha because one of them is talking about Shabbos, i.e. our Mishnah, but the Mishnah in Oilos is talking about the uh, Tumah. And, uh, on Shabbos people are mavatal things like their, uh, wallet even. So certainly they're going to be, certainly they're going to be mavatal as dirt. Ravashi says that there is a difference between a house and a ditch. Dirt in a ditch, you're mavatal and uh, you're not planning to ever take out of the ditch. Whereas, you're not planning to keep, uh, to have dirt in your house. Um, so therefore, Stam offers bottle in the context of the ditch, but not necessarily in the context of the Shabbos, uh, of the house. Talk about a pile of grain that does not reach the roof. 
Um, so initially we want to say also, what do we see? That if you have something that's 10 tefachim tall, even though it doesn't reach the roof, so it would be considered a divider, a mechitza. But Abai said, no, that's not what we're talking about, where the roof was um, 13 tefachim, and therefore the, um, so, so the grain was 10 tefachim, and it was within, it was a little bit less than 13 tefachim, the roof, so it was less than 3 tefachim between it, so we could say lavud. And of Yeshua said that we're talking about where the pile is 7 tefachim tall, and the roof is 10 tefachim tall, well, a little bit more than seven tefachim, so also love it. Then we talk about how to make shitufe mivos, which is super interesting, right? That basically, um, somebody is just a nice guy and says, hey, here's this barrel of wine. It belongs to everybody. Then somebody picks it up and is mezake it to everybody, basically makes it belong to everybody. Chevet, uh, that was that. Ein tes. Peace.